Shabbos, Perak Tes, Mishnah Vav, 9.6. More measurements for the culpability of Hotzah. We have Pilpeles. So Pilpeles is obviously a first cousin of Pilpel, which is pepper, but it's not pepper. It's something else that people would put in their mouth um, to make their breath smell not so bad. Like a Tic Tac or something. I don't know, whatever the version was back then. So since any little amount will help, Kolshu, they put tiny amounts. Therefore, even the tiniest amounts of Pilpeles want to be liable for. The Itron... Itron we saw back in the second parak in Ben-Mamalikan. Itron was some kind of distillate that came from processing um, zephes that was resin from a tree. So this Itron is something even more um, flammable than that and smells bad. Archwell translated it as tar. So the answer is kol shahu, any amount, the tiniest amount of Itron want to be liable for because they used Itron to relieve severe headaches. Okay. Next, you have mine besamim or mine betachos. As for um, incense, things that you burn to make the room smell better, etc. So any amount is useful, and therefore any amount is kept, and therefore everyone's liable for it. And same goes for metachot, uh, which are metals. Any tiny amount of metal piece could be turned into a darban. That's an ox goat. What that means is, if you have like a, you have to prod your livestock. You could take a little tiny piece of metal, stick it to the end of a piece of wood, and use that as the prod to get your animals to move. That's the ox goat, that's the darban, that's what you use metechas for. Therefore, any amount is um, the amount that people would keep in the time of the Mishnah. The next things on the list are things that need to be um, nignas. You need to be gonas, you need to um, store them away like forever. Like the word geniza. Today, geniza, I think people sort of conflate with things that go into the ground, like to be buried. That's what we do with things nowadays, that like Shemos, etc. But in the time of the Mishnah, and until relatively recently, people were not burying all this stuff. They were putting it in a, like a storage, like permanent storage, out of respect for these, you know, this farm. The most famous Geniza, for example, the Cairo Geniza, well known. I think it has about 400,000 different documents. They found that they're in Fustat, where the Rambam was. The documents are more than 1,000 years old. They date back to the 9th century. Um, so that's what they would do. They would basically put worn-out stuff in Geniza forever. Um, so now we're going to talk about things that need Geniza, and therefore, since any amount requires Geniza, they're significant in the smallest amounts. And those things the Mishnah lists here are Ma'avne HaMizbeach, if you have a chip from a stone from the Mizbeach in the in the temple, that needs, and there even were Lishkos, there were um, chambers where they had like the defiled Mizbeach from the time of the Chashmanim. They stored it away, so any wood, any chip of stone or bigger, of course, that needs to be set aside would be nignas, put into a storage. Same goes with me'afra um, mezbeach. If you have some dirt that came from mezbeach, again, has kedusha, has to be set aside in, in, in the geniza. Mekex farm. If you have a worn-out safer, like think like a, a nach, you know, like a Torah scroll, so what happens is it's made out of parchment, etc., and over time, it biodegrades, and like the bits and pieces, like as they decay off of the svarim, and those things have kedusha, and therefore they have to be also nignas. And finally, umekek mitpachosehem. The mitpachat means like the wrap that went around the sefer, the scroll. So think like something like the mantle that goes on the Torah today, something like that. Um, so it was the point is they wrap up their their scrolls, and those things are tashmishe kedusha. You have to they have to be um, nignas, but as they biodegrade over time, the bits and pieces that fall off, that's mekek, need to be um, stored away. Therefore, all these things have significance in the smallest quantities because they need geniza, and therefore, if one transfers them, they'd be liable. And that's what the Mishnah says. It says, kol shahu, for all these things, 
meaning Avni Mizbeach, Afra Mizbeach, Mekek Sfarim, and Mekek Mitpachosehem. All four of those things, the measurement is Kolshu, the smallest amount one would be liable for, Shem Matzni and Osan Liganzan, because one must store them away. And that was, remember, that was the measurement if you're Matzni yet, then that's considered to be qualitatively significant. Um, Liganzan, they're stored away for the purpose of Geniza. Now, speaking of things um, that are um, in the smallest amounts, so Rabbi Yehuda adds one to the list. Rabbi Yehuda Mer, Af Hamotzi Mishamshe Avodos Kochavim Kolshehu. Even one who transfers something that was used for idol worship, meaning like an idol or a piece of idol or something like that. So the requirement is that you have to get rid of those from your house and destroy them. There's a mitzvah to destroy them. Um, now, these are things, not things that people keep per se, but they have significance in as much as you have to get rid of them. And that being the case, Rebuto says they are significant in any amount. Shneamor, as the Pasuk says, The Pasuk says, not even the tiniest speck should um, attach to your hand of the things that are forbidden to you, meaning these idols that have to be destroyed. And that being the case, as Rehuda, they're significant in the smallest amounts. And that being the case, one would be liable for transferring even a little bit of an idol, or a tiny, tiny idol, etc., or part thereof. The halach, however, is not like Rabbi Yehuda. If you recall the Lushen back in the original Mishnah, back in 7.3, we set aside that the, you have to have sort of qualitative and quantitative thresholds met. So the way that the Mishnah described that was whatever's kasher latzniya, things that are, and I translated it back then, um, as things that are appropriate for, you know, the qualita- qualitatively, the kind of thing that people would store away. Now, um, of course, kasher latzniya means things that are, appropriate, kosher, to store away. And the Tanakama meant to exclude things like um, things that belong to idols, etc. And that being the case, um, the Tanakama holds that you would not be liable if you stored that. If it's, You're not liable if you transfer those bits and pieces because one's not supposed to keep them in the first place. And that's the halacha.